0: I turn my microphone on. Uh, so I, by now, a lot of folks have seen this, but I, this is just too wild. And I, I made the comment: this has probably never happened before in the history of, the, of game shows. But I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so a contestant, if you have not heard this news on the show The Price Is Right, was celebrating and got to the point where he ended up hurting himself in the process. Poor guy. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I do, so, do for him. So.
0: Uh, Drew Carey, the, the show's host, explained to the crowd that uh, Henry, the, the guy involved, dislocated his shoulder while celebrating. So he's got his arms in the air. He's jumping around and the whole deal and ended up, yeah, dislocating his shoulder.
1: <laughs> he's just flailing. Oh, my like, well, goodness.
0: So, so of course, this is like showcase showdown time, time to spin the wheel. Uh, and his wife had to spin the wheel for him. <laughs> I Good thing she was there, and I, I, I'm guessing most people that go bring at least somebody with them. Yeah, and- usually
1: you do. It, it, there, somebody would have stepped up to spin, but oh, oh that guy,
0: man. Um, so yeah, he was. Uh, the, the description in <laughs> this story says Henry was celebrating the guy and, and going woo, and when that's when he dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: I can't stop. Are you okay over there? He made it to the showcase showdown. Yeah. and stood there with his wife.
0: Yeah, and so
1: she was gonna have to do anything physical. You never know. Just need a
0: support. He's he's in pain, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that.
0: During the showcase showdown round, Henry did win a trip to Hawaii. <laughs> so they they won. So that the the, uh, the comment was he won a trip to Hawaii and the ER.
1: Yeah, perfect. <laughs>
0: Uh, by the way, an update. Uh, he is all all better now. They got him, you know, his, his shoulder back in a place. He's, he's in a good spot. And I made the comment when we were talking about this earlier that, oh, this has got to be the first time this has ever happened. Then you show me a video. <laughs> no, just on the Prices Right alone, which is probably one of the more active uh, <laughs> traditional game shows. There's people plowing over the host. There's people <laughs> falling over on prizes. I mean, goodness. <laughs>
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't stop. It was the funniest. And I'm, I'm so sorry because injuries aren't funny, but these weren't like life-threatening or anything. Yeah,
0: it was just, it was minor embarrassing. Yeah, like there was it was one... more
1: embarrassing. You're right. There you, have, there you have it. Announcer guy, bad idea. Walking backwards on a treadmill yeah, and ending up cheesy, on his butt. Big cheesy announcer guy smile. Yeah. Hey, Drew, look at me. I'm walking backwards on a treadmill. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, really
0: so the one thing... I, I couldn't, I can't remember any instances where somebody's been completely tackled, but I know there's a number of times where people get so excited. They run up to Bob first and now to Drew and they like almost want a bear hug and knock him over. Not out of like anger, but because they're so excited. They're so excited. They have yeah. all that
1: mo- momentum behind them. And actually, to be honest, after COVID, that's different now because they sure. they play the game differently. Sure. I was watching the other day, big fan here. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty pleasure. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> I play along at home. Just gonna say, oh, that's fun. Um, can I hug you? You know, they ask Drew. Can, sure, you're not even supposed to get that close to him. But sure, things have settled down quite a bit, so he's he's pretty lenient with the hugs. So nice.
0: Well, that's part of the deal, you know. You get to hang out with the host uh, in some capacity. You're there. You're on the show. Yeah, you know, and you're excited. You just you could win, or you just won a prize. You gotta, you know, how you letting that excitement out?
1: Some more than others.
0: Well, true. <laughs> this guy, for example, oh. man, that's a. In, of course, because they feel, I think they film in L.A., don't they? Yes. So here they are. They're in L.A. Who knows where they're I don't know where they're from anyway. Um, having to deal with a hospital bill yeah. while also winning a trip.
1: <laughs> Imagine going into the ER. Sir, what happened? Well, you see.
0: <laughs> what a prize. Got really excited. I was
1: just down the street at the filming of the old uh, Price is
0: Right. And I won. <laughs> but good news. All healed up. All better. <laughs> So if you have ever been really excited, or I know people where they they own like my toxic trade is I get like painfully excitable. You're That's not the only one. Somebody did it on national TV, and we have proof. There we go. Uh, music on the way for you soon. Taylor Swift, see ya, and more all coming up here. Mix it away. Good morning. Just heard from T Swift. Of course, going to be in town. Well, the region, I should say, Twin Cities tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, down at Twin Cities, the the excitement level has reached already. Like high level uh they're, they're they're referring to people in the Twin Cities media are calling it Swiftiapolis and
1: <laughs> Taylor Town.
0: yeah there's there's a lot going on there and it, it's also interesting because the, the every day there's a new story about something going on with like hotel prices right now for this weekend are insane
1: I, that makes me sad the supply <laughs> and demand thing I don't know yeah well it,
0: it, I mean like it or not that's the that's the world that's we the world, live in yeah. um so there was one story from last week though that had a lot of people who who were planning on using um either the the light rail or the buses to get to and from the shows while metro transit who runs those services was saying we're shutting down at the end of our normal day we're not staying late f- for these shows and fans and even members of the, of uh some of the city government offices were like well, why would you not well the issue is they are already very tight staffed already. So their their argument was, we are already very tight staffed as it is, and we also need to maintain regular regular service during the day uh, for people that are trying to get you know get their groceries yeah. as a part get of their, work, or get to or whatever, work or whatever yeah. the case may be. So um, they you know you'd be able to get to the event, but they were going to be shutting down service at I think eleven or eleven thirty when they normally at night stop. Okay. And so this puts a lot of people, especially those traveling in from. Either outer Twin Cities areas, or especially people from like around here, mm-hmm. that are going to be maybe riding the light rail or a bus in.
1: Ubers and lifts are going to be expensive. Busy. Yeah, and busy. Hey, yeah. They, if you hop on a lift for the Taylor Swift concert, it might be a lifty. <laughs>
0: Like a Swifty Lifty. This is true. (laughs) I I bet there will be a few people that will rename their their vehicles for just the day. So the good news is that Metro Transit did announce they're making a change for just the two days. Oh, good. After initially saying, sorry, we just don't have the staffing, blah, 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 blah. Well, they apparently figured it out. Uh, Earlier this week, they announced that they're they're changing things. They're actually going to run service through at least 1 a.m. Oh, that's great. Which okay. is good because I don't know when the concert's getting over. I would imagine. I've done some shows down at U.S. Bank Stadium and down in that area. And usually, you know, even if the show ends at 11. Yeah,
1: I was going to say 11, 1130.
0: You're going to be, okay, need to get out of the stadium by the, the time you might get to the light rail or whatever.
1: And the mass crowds. Uh-huh. And I have followed, um went to a Morgan Wallen concert sometime. And the, the crowd base is, I don't want to say the same, but the younger Sure. And when I left the concert, there was a lot of stumbling and fumbling, if you know what I mean. (laughs) And actually, that really takes a lot of extra time. Sure. Because you have somebody um, getting sick, which I saw. Sure. And falling down, which I also saw in the snow and ice. And it. Well, luckily, that
0: snow and ice won't be an issue, hopefully, this weekend. But but it takes
1: a lot of time, more time than you'd think to get out. Well, and not
0: just that. I mean, the, the stadium's a big location, and you might come out. Like, you're just, when you're done with the show, you're just thinking, okay, get out of the building, get to the nearest exit. And then you need to maybe walk around the building to find the light rail or wherever you're going to. Yep. So um, it's it's always just a, a massive crowd of people trying to find their their means of getting back where they're going. Exactly. And so yeah, it's uh, luckily the the light rail system and the buses they're going to be running those later to help out with.
1: Good that. job. So good job, and I'm sure their revenue will spike as well. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I'm excited but, to hear about after the show. I'm like, if there's going to be any riots or right? anything <laughs> you never hopefully know hopefully
0: not any riots no i don't
1: mean riots in a bad way i mean like you know when a team wins a celebration it's like Whoa, oh and okay, so excited. Okay. I, I didn't mean that was a bad word i'm sorry <laughs> riot is a bad word that's got a negative connotation so sure. what would you call it a uh, boisterous celebration people are sure. dislocating let's, their shoulders yeah, everywhere let's go with that <laughs> let's
0: go with that okay but yeah that's that the logistics hopefully i mean granted you got another day yet before the first of the two shows hopefully anybody that's going has all the logistics figured out the you know, the where you're staying, the how you're getting to and from, because I mean, hotels, yeah, you'll probably find one, but they're going to be either really expensive or far away for, you know, outer reaches away from Minneapolis. Or the other thing is transportation. And you can't really book that. So if you're planning on an Uber Lyft, I guarantee you that's not going to be cheap.
1: No, and maybe not easy to get.
0: Right. Oh, yeah. Plan
1: ahead, plan ahead, plan ahead. Yeah. It's going to make your experience
0: way more enjoyable. Oh, for sure. So whatever the case may be, All the folks going. If you are going, by the way, love to hear from you. Like, what's your game plan going in? We talked yesterday about about you know buying tickets for a big show and how you have to kind of think of it like a. I think the music expert referred to it like a military operation. We have a full plan in place, and you're relying on friends. And so I I'm sure there's a lot of people that are doing similar things for going to the show. Like they've got their place figured out where we're going for dinner. You know how we're getting there, where we're staying. Yeah, I'd love to hear if anybody has any stories about your plan for going into this concert. Let us know. Give us
1: a call or. How much did you pay for your tickets if you want to share? Or how hard was it to get them if you want to share? You know, anything about it. I wish I
0: could go. Were you lucky enough to get tickets when they initially were on sale for, although high, normal prices as opposed to thousands of dollars?
1: Yes. (laughs) And yep. Gracie Abrams too. My daughter's a huge Gracie sure. fan. She wanted to go see Taylor, but she's like, it's because Gracie's with her. And so there's a lot of people. She's I like kind her. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, We're kind sure. of a big deal. Yeah, give us a call.
0: Shoot us a message on our mobile app. Uh, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Let us know if you're going. Kind of what your game plan is, or give us some details. Love to hear from you on that because uh, there's a lot going on with relation to the concert. Music got the way for you soon. BB Rex and David get Ed Sheeran and Morrow coming up here. In- so if you're looking for something to do this weekend, it's the annual uh, fundraising food event. The Rhubarb Festival is on Saturday.
1: Do you like rhubarb, Nick? Uh,
0: You know, I'm not someone who craves it, but I... <laughs> I don't think I've heard of anybody who craves rhubarb. My mom makes um, some rhubarb bars that are pretty good. I know my dad actually just loves those bars. Yeah. And they have, they have a bunch that they grow along the edge of their garden. It's just kind of, you know right on the side there. It
1: grows like a weed, actually. I I don't know that anyone craves it. Rhubarb, to me, is one of those things that, oh, look, it's growing. We better do something with it as not to waste it. Let's see what we can create out of this sour, bitter... Vegetable? Is it a veg? What is it? It's, <laughs> it's like defined. celery, so I would assume it's a vegetable there's a
0: lot of creative ways that you know people do stuff with it, and one of them is pies and things like that. And the rhubarb festival, of course, is is all a, a big celebration of that as a part of it's so it's it's a chum event if you don't know a whole lot about it. Um and it's going on this weekend. It's on Saturday. Uh nine to three, a big a big event for them. And uh they they I mean pies and different things. One of the things I saw on the our, our news partners, WDIO, had a story about how there were just um, one of the uh, food items that was made. There were a thousand pies. A thousand? thousand rhubarb pies that were made <laughs> by one group for this thing on Saturday.
1: Uh, so, uh, is it like rhubarb and strawberry? Because usually, you, sometimes you have to mask the flavor of the rhubarb. Yeah, well, usually <laughs> you end
0: up doing something with it, too. Yeah, you rhubarb and strawberry or some other thing. I
1: had a lady make me a pie one time. It was blueberry and rhubarb and she called it a blue barb pie.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, So the the festival, by the way, features, of course, um, talked about pies, rhubarb brats. What? Have have you ever had uh, fruit in a brat? Like apples. Yeah. Okay. So they're the same type of thing kind of um or but they blue- also
1: blueberry brats too those are <laughs>
0: uh-huh. rhubarb lemonade is another thing oh, that they'll I have there like that. that'd See, be interesting our- i've not had that before
1: lemonade's already sour so you add a little rhubarb just i want to go
0: yeah so it's this weekend as i mentioned nine to three unfortunately the weather's not going to be the best there's chances of rain saturday but still be opportunities to get out and check it out um there's also going to be other food there burgers hot dogs um, and other things as well. They're going to have the uh, folks from the Duluth Children's Museum are going to be there um, doing uh, some some kids' activities. Uh, of course, you get the opportunity to meet their, their have you ever seen their rhubarb-like character no. mascot? Rhubarbra? Oh, no, the, <laughs> the monitor unplugged. <laughs> oh, no. So I, uh, oh, it came back. Oh, uh,
1: you want me to come over there? God knows my quick. headphones so, are so too up. So if long. if you've never back. seen
0: this before, it's like a
1: six-foot-tall rhubarb stalk. <laughs> <laughs> so, he looks, so he looks like a like a villain off of veggie tales
0: <laughs> friendly though i promise rhubarbara is friendly Roo Barbara yes uh so if you're if you're looking to check this thing out it's a great it's a great opportunity to uh do uh be a part of this community event and of course helping out chum along the way as well which uh, a great organization that does a lot around the community again saturday nine to three um it's uh east fourth street here in duluth at the stella morris academy um, is where that's at so if you want to check it out uh, among other things a thousand pies we know will be there that's right <laughs> so, uh, among the other foods <laughs> and things we talked about so uh neat annual event and, and hopefully things go well so we're looking for something to do on saturday get your rhubarb on that's right go support the cause and have some rhubarb we're going to check on your latest weather coming up soon also crack open the thursday morning edition of the toolbox in about 20 minutes here in Mixon, away Mix what are we, Morning Brew? It's your Thursday morning edition of The Toolbox. And we start off in Maine where police are on the hunt for a ram on the lamb. What? <laughs> a ram, like the animal? Yeah. Not uh, a not a, truck. a ram on the what? On the lamb. You've never heard that phrase before?
1: No, I've heard a man on the run, Yeah, not uh, a ram on a lamb. Uh, ram a lamb a ding dong <laughs> ram a llama, a ram a lamb How How's that sound? Just, just like that. Just stop. Just like that. <laughs>
0: So yeah, this, this ram's on the loose, uh, evading police, evading capture for several days. The Cape Elizabeth Police Department said in a Facebook post that the ram escaped from where it was several days ago, and uh, it was being temporarily relocated um, to uh, from an island to the mainland to graze. I don't know. I'm guessing it's a farm animal from the sound of it. So the ram was spotted um, at a state park on Sunday, and it's been moving <laughs> around just evading the uh police and there are residents who have spotted it and been recalling and reports hey the the ram's here (laughs) cops go over there ram hunt ram's gone
1: (laughs) it's kind of funny that'd be kind of fun first person to catch the lamb wins no the the ram Ram, sorry
0: so the the owner of the ram is asking the public not to chase the ram but of course report its location which people have been doing uh and they're they're saying reported to the police department the police uh say they're doing their darndest to try to find the thing
1: it would be hard to catch a ram you can't just like well you could lasso it you could call in some cowboys could they could rope it um because you can't just like you know those dog catcher sticks with the thing on that yeah you can't no i can just see that ram put its head down and back up oh
0: i'm sorry that's not working out so well (laughs) we'll uh we'll head to ireland now for the next story a women's soccer game in ireland was briefly interrupted by uh an adorable menace so a toddler in attendance ran down, grabbed one of the corner flags marking the, the field <laughs> yeah. and ran off.
1: Oh, that's too cute. He's like, <laughs> "Yay!" he just wanted something to wave around. That's cute.
0: Yes. The game between the Cork City Women and Dublin DLR Waves uh, was stopped around the 44th minute of the game when the curious toddler ran down, pulled up the corner flag and took off.
1: Wait a minute, laddie. <laughs> uh, then, back here with me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> there
0: was a tweet From the team's, uh, one of the team's Twitter accounts saying, we're back underway after a brief stoppage. A toddler ran off with a corner flag.
1: I hope they let him keep the flag. I don't know. I really (laughs) hope they let him keep the flag. His mom could put it in his bedroom, and he could talk about it for the rest of his life. Uh, The one time I... Nearly ruined the game. Stop the game!
0: Uh, the team followed the post up with a video clip showing the young fan waving the stolen flag marker and running around before um, was eventually it was brought back and put back on the field.
1: Darn it! So. I'm gonna have to look this up because that sounds too cute. <laughs>
0: You'll have to do so. I don't. Know. I'm assuming there's got to be some video. I mean, they mentioned little pieces of video, so I'll have to cute. dig it up for you. And there's your toolbox for this Thursday morning. It's Dean Lewis now. 7.15 on a Thursday morning. So I'm going to surprise you something. I did not mention anything about this to you, but you might have seen it on our website or mobile app. So as a younger person, or maybe even as an adult, have you ever ridden in the back of the bed of a pickup truck?
1: Oh, I grew up in the back of a pickup truck. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Drinking out of a hose. Sure. Pickup truck. Bare All the things
0: you're, you're told you shouldn't do. Right. Yeah. I'm
1: still here. You Happy it. as a clam. I made yeah. it.
0: So the reason I bring this up is because there was uh there was a, one of the well, Ken in the building, the room next door. He sure. he uh, was curious about. Is that actually legal? Especially like now. Once upon a time, I mean, forty whatever years ago, vehicles didn't even have a standard feature seat belts. You know, yes. it was it was Airbags. a different no, world. It wasn't that way. Yeah. Yep. Um, But now in 2023, is it illegal or not to ride in the bed of a pickup truck? And so we actually dug into it. And I was wildly curious to see what the story with this is. Because in my younger years, granted, it wasn't driving down the highway. It was like slow speed for my parents' place. Like we're going down to go fishing and, you know.
1: I have to tell you. my dad was kind of a rule breaker. He was a little bit of a rebel okay. when we were kids. Well, his whole life. But our, our childhood, you know, it's like an old, he always drove Fords. Okay. And the window in the back. I like, won't
0: judge him for that. I'm <laughs> kidding. Where <Or> you like
1: <laughs> unbuckle the window. It had like a buckle yeah, on little, it. And then the then little, yeah. slide yep. it open. We would be on a back dirt road or whatever. Dad, can we get in the back? Sure. We'd open the little window, climb sure. through, be in the back. And then if we ever got close to a highway, he'd say, okay, lay down. And I'll tell you when to get back up. So when we were on the highway, we were not seen. (laughs) Uh,
0: So you don't get caught.
1: Or maybe he was trying to keep us safe by not, you know, sitting on the the wheel well would just bump you right out. I don't know.
0: Exactly. That was my thought as a a kid was I was, I don't know, smart enough or worried enough or I don't know what the answer to to think. Okay, I'm not going to sit in the wheel well because, yeah, I could fly out of this. Tip right back over. Yeah. Uh, So the question is, is it legal or not? Well, it turns out that it's a different answer from each state, obviously. So in Minnesota, it's actually legal.
1: It is not. Yeah,
0: Yeah, there are no laws, apparently, according to the research that Ken did, there are no laws prohibiting riding in the back of a pickup truck.
1: I don't want to protest that, but how can that be? When there's seatbelt laws. And and as he
0: said, just because it's not illegal doesn't mean it's a good idea. Well,
1: I agree with that, (laughs) but there's people out there that I will not do things just because it's a law. Right. I don't like to, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a rule follower. Sure. For, in the most senses. Sure. Um, but I'm kind of, now that it's okay, I kind of want to go take,
0: <laughs> want to go for a ride. <laughs> so, and this is the advice he offered. And again, I think most rational people, this is the same thought I have. Okay. So you're probably not going to want to do that flying down the freeway. Right. Terrible idea in that sense. Just if nothing else, hit, getting hit by a bug flying down the road at 70 <laughs> miles an hour. doesn't I, sound fun to me.
1: Imagine a June bug. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> oh. oh. Oof! No well, have you ever looked at the front of a vehicle after driving for a while in the summertime? So gross. I don't want that to be my face.
1: No. <laughs> and your teeth and your yeah. eyes. And-
0: uh, so anyway, like Ken said, I would I would agree. You know, there are like, for example, farmers that might, you know, load up the crew and ride down in the back of the truck to get down to the field. Or I use the example as a kid, you know, we were going to use my dad's truck Granted, to, to take the boat down to the lake a few miles down the road, slow speed. Mm-hmm. There isn't room for five of us in the truck
1: Exactly. Cam, That's so how we did it most of the time, yeah. too. Everybody hop in, sit down, sure. and it was kind of a safe thing. You know? Sure. It was like, so, get in the back, let's go.
0: So while it, while it is not necessarily inherently illegal in Minnesota, you might want to pick your spots. Wisconsin, though, so um, you might wonder, okay, what's the, what's the deal there? Uh, in order to legally ride in the bed of a pickup truck in Wisconsin, according to the research that Ken did, you need to be at least 16 okay and you also cannot ride on the sides of the rail bed so you can't sit on the actual outside of the you have to, that's a that, good rule be contained inside in yeah. Um, you also have to be completely in the bed of the truck so you can't be like hanging out like a dog. Or, that makes sense. Those
1: yeah. are good. I, I I respect those rules. Imagine riding over the bridge from Minnesota <laughs> and you're under 16. Dad, open the window. I got to climb gotta back
0: climb through. <laughs> do those windows even exist anymore? A lot of trucks now don't seem like they have those. And
1: if they do, they're power.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. so
1: not the buckle thing like right. back in the day. I love that.
0: Oh, my, my dad had a truck. And the that's... wing
1: windows. Remember wing yeah. windows? If you yeah. left if you kept it open too far, the bumblebee or June bug would swack it and then fall in on your lap. Uh-huh. It happened to me many times. Oh yeah.
0: I my my dad, one of his older trucks was the 1971 Chevy pickup. And that was my first vehicle that I drove. That's cool. Four speed driving around, (laughs)
1: dual exhaust straight pipes. Shut up! Oh yeah. That's cool. That's a cool first vehicle. It was a
0: little little rusty. And it was also like olive brown color. Like it was the (laughs) weirdest color.
1: But it's still cool. With the pipes, it could have been. Yeah, I'd
0: show up at high school and I'd rev the old engine and yeah, it was good. Good times. (laughs) Pick good up stuff. the chicks.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey,
0: you like my pickup truck?
1: Brum, brum. You can ride in the box legally. Hop well, that's in, honey. Right. <laughs> just, just don't sit
0: on the rail. No, that's um, a cool first vehicle, though, really. It was, it was a good time. Mine I, was a
1: 1980 Chevy Citation.
0: Wow. Do you know
1: what that even is? Who names a car a Citation? That seems
0: like a bad idea. I, I don't know what that is. Okay,
1: uh, it looks like a turtle. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, Does it move like a turtle too nice and slow? Uh... No? I don't know what it had in it, but I was only 16. I wasn't into like driving fast yet.
0: Okay, all right. That came later. Yeah. Okay. So you had
1: a really cool truck. I had a little turtle car, but I, my grandparents gave it to me, so I'm very grateful, but it was cool. I'll, I'll pull it up and show it to you later.
0: A little, little extra side note. So my dad had a, a, had a plow mount for it too, so I actually had plowed a few driveways in the winter too. See, look ah, at you. Mr. Utilitarian over here just...
1: <laughs> Just plowing with straight pipes.
0: Uh, never mind me And a clutch. That's a great idea. While you're trying to plow a driveway as someone who's just recently learned how to drive.
1: Hey, you! They broke you in the right way. Well, I, I
0: mean, I was driving in my in my parents' fields. I was driving uh, the trucks, you know, as a eight year old. I think so, my I mean, dad taught I, me
1: when I was nine. Yeah,
0: I knew what I was doing.
1: A stick shift. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's a lost art. That's Good times. for sure. So anyway, there's the basics. Apparently, it's, it's it's legal with some things to know. We, If you want to see the actual statutes, there's a link Ken's got on our website or mobile app. You can learn a little bit more. All right, coming up soon, we're talking about concerts that you've attended that you kind of regret. Maybe you spent too much. Maybe you don't remember them. Maybe they were a letdown. We'll be talking about that. If you have thoughts, let us know on our mobile app. Or on our Facebook page, we'll be talking about that in about 10, 15 minutes here in Mixon 08. So Taylor Swift is in Minnesota tomorrow and Saturday and uh, big shows. Lots of uh, people very excited about that. And lots of money spent between people uh, figuring out transportation, hotel prices, uh, the concert tickets themselves, where they, they got them at first or maybe they bought them on the resale market for it. Way more money. Yeah. Um. So I saw this story about a woman who uh, I think this is in New York or out on the East Coast somewhere. So she shared a story with the uh, the, the website Business Insider. Who, um, she says, I've been a, a Swifty for 15 years. Uh, super excited about the opportunity to see the show. However, has since kind of changed her tune a little bit. And this brought up an interesting thought for you and I about. Sometimes you end up going to a concert where you're like, "That wasn't as good as I thought it was," or maybe you know, there's yeah, you have regrets or remorse,
1: regrets remorse, or remorse, or incidents surrounding the concert. Sure, um, I loaded my kids and their significant others, and we were headed to Grand Forks, North Dakota, because it was the closest <laughs> place that I could see. Your boy, my boy Morgan Wallen, <laughs> and don't tease me because I love him. There no, were some fine. hard things going on in my life, and it's he fine. helped me heal. So that's sure. where my deep deep love comes from so anyway we're flying down i think it's i-29 yeah yeah it's flat sure it's full of fields as north dakota most of the time is right and we're i'm gonna be honest we were going above the speed limit for the road conditions like we were driving too fat everybody was
0: sure because this was it, a it was, winter oh
1: it was i'm sorry it was march and sure. there was a snowstorm sure and with all those fields the wind was blowing completely sideways so the snow wasn't really accumulating, but it was like blowing and drifting and moving your cars around. and so
0: Polishing the roadway.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and so we're driving and my son Nick is sitting next to me. He says, mom, don't you think you should slow down a little bit? I'm feeling kind of nervous. Mm-hmm. And I thought he's right. So I did. I slowed down and people were still flying by me, but I thought I'm going to be responsible and I'm going to be whatever. Just in that moment, I see brake lights mm-hmm. and lots mm-hmm. of them. So I do this I didn't hit my brakes cuz I thought there might be ice but I kind of like I tapped them tapped them tapped them and kind of like turned to the left and poof hit the median in the snow up to uh. my doors and we're like oh this is horrible oh no oh no well then there's cars coming at us from the other way flipping and crashing and there was like I think 11 cars involved Jeez. and uh no one was severely injured so we sat there and I said you know what guys I'm super thankful and grateful that we're all okay is everybody okay? You know, we were kind of freaked out. It was scary. Uh, yep, we're fine. We're fine. Okay, well, we're just going to stay put because this is the safest place for us to be in this moment. We're going to miss the concert and that's okay. We're together. We're fine. Yeah, so I, fine I, yeah. I just, I stomached it. I was like, you know, this is more important. I'll see Morgan again someday. <clears throat> so, so many wonderful like first responders and things came up to our, okay, do you need help? You Nope, we're good. You know, carry on. Sure. Care for other people if, they, if there's a need. Right. Well, about an hour later, there's an ambulance. There's ambulances everywhere. Um, the guy comes and knocks on the door and says, do you need a ride? And we said, well, no. I mean, to somewhere. We're, you know, we're going to have to call a cab or something. I don't know. Right. He said, no, to the concert. <laughs> and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> we loaded our stuff so fast. Backpacks and, you know, all the we're things we brought to with show. to yep. the hotel and everything. We were loaded. Got into the back of the ambulance and were driven to the front door. Wow. Of the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. Okay, and- so the... This-
0: Wild scene. You get to the show.
1: Almost died.
0: Yep. (laughs) A little bit of an adrenaline come down after you're, you know, settling in.
1: But we rode in the back of an ambulance. Only time I've ever been in an ambulance. Delivered right to the front door of the Morgan Wallen concert. Okay. We were a little bit late, but that's okay. Okay. We saw it, and uh, so I don't regret that. But we—I was about to kiss a lot of money in tickets. There were six sure. of us. And so
0: the- you got lucky that you ended up actually still getting to experience. How was the show itself?
1: It was fabulous. Okay, so you were
0: happy with the show. Just the experience beforehand was yes. a little bit wild.
1: And it kind of makes for a good story. I mean, now it that does. we're safe and it's over. Yeah. But-
0: so this woman I was referring to, she she ended up not being able to get tickets initially, but she spent fifty five hundred dollars per ticket.
1: Per ticket.
0: Yeah, to go to the show and. <laughs> She, she did so kind of in a panic because she's been a fan of Taylor for 15 years, wanted to see the show, didn't get the chance to get tickets the first time around. So she's like, I got to get tickets, you know, on on a, one of the resale websites. And so she did it. And then she was like, I can't believe I did that. So she
1: sort of impulsively bought them.
0: Yeah, like, I got like, to like, see I got to see Taylor. It's a once in a lifetime thing and then was kind of like i uh, that was probably irresponsible
1: if you bought two tickets at $5500 if my math serves me right that's 11 grand for yeah. you and a friend to go see taylor swift
0: yeah that's a lot of money
1: that's a lot and it'd be hard to resell those without taking a loss
0: yeah for sure poor her so so she's in a situation where she unlike you you're able to get to the show you know obviously a scary situation beforehand she's in a situation of regret Okay. you know, where I, maybe that was a little bit impulsive and, and maybe a little bit beyond what I should have done. So we asked some listeners what your thoughts are about, is there a show you either had a weird cir- uh, circumstances around? Is there a show you went to and regretted? Maybe didn't live up to expectations. Cause that's a big thing is you end up going to a show you're super hyped up cause it's your favorite artist or one of your favorites. But you know what? In the end, They didn't quite live up to expectations either because maybe they were a little bit off that night or I know I've seen some shows where people have been like there was one guy I saw at Amsoil a few years ago and I won't say the name, but he sounded like he was sick. Oh, that was kind of a bummer.
1: I've seen artists um, that haven't drank too much and they sure. like, come pull it together. Right.
0: You know? So e- people paid lots of money to be here, you know, take their time and whatever. So, so if you have a story, whether it was a letdown or regret, uh, maybe you spent too much, maybe you don't remember the show because you, you know, you uh, ended up having one, you know, a little bit too much. And, and so you spent that money and don't remember it. Do you have a story? We'd love to hear your story. We've got some that we'll get to here in a little bit um, from our Facebook page and our mobile app, but you can hit us up as well uh, through the chat feature on our mobile app or on our Facebook page. Love to hear some stories, and uh, we'll be sharing those here in a little bit. Music on the way for you soon from Lady Gaga. Pink and more here in Mixing Awake Good morning. It's- so a little while ago, we were talking about a woman who had some buyer's remorse over buying $5,500 Taylor Swift tickets. The show that she went to, this was the show out east, probably was great, but it was one of those things where it was... Oh, the price was a little regrettable. So we posed the question... Is there a show that you regret going to? Maybe spent too much? Maybe you didn't live up to expectations for whatever reason. We got a lot of feedback yes, on our did. mobile app or our Facebook page. <laughs> so we'll dive into some of those. So the first one that I thought was kind of interesting that we got from Ariana who said, Bruno Mars, he was my favorite for my partner. So I bought really expensive seats as a birthday surprise. I don't remember anything other than him and uh, three other dancers the entire show <laughs> doing minimal routines with the same outfits just some fireworks here and there to kind of go along <laughs> with the show. So Ariana was not blown away. Apparently uh, saying I wanted to leave halfway through. Oh. That's kind of a bummer because I, I would imagine Bruno puts a good show on.
1: I Yeah, you'd think so. You wonder why it's not, I
0: don't know. Apparently in that case, didn't live up to expectations.
1: And some people, when they go to a show, they expect more of the dancing and the outfit changes and the lights and the sounds right. and the everything. Um, and some people just want to, you know, for their ears just to listen to the music. But. For sure. Uh, somebody said Shania Twain. Okay, let's see. I have to find it. I lost it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: That's okay.
1: I lost it.
0: Oh, I found, I found that one. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. You're talking about the uh, the one where she went and saw the show in 2018 too. Yeah, so. Um, oh, there it is. Yep. Commented that uh, went and saw Shania at XL last month was way better, a million times better uh, during the 2018 show, there a
1: million times better five that's, years ago. That's
0: a quite a statement. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I didn't see either of them, so I couldn't compare. But
1: my daughter-in-law went to that show, and she said it was good. Okay. She liked it. She they thought that the like she had wigs and hairdos and weird outfits, and it was like too much. Maybe a little Lady Gaga-ish. Okay, uh, Gaga-esque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it was just like, it just wasn't, you know, I picture Shania with like the big wavy hair sure. and just kind of that good old country girl kind of.
0: So I happen to see her, uh, one of her Vegas shows on TV. Like it was a rainy, crappy day earlier this spring. And I was flipping around on TV and I stumbled onto it. It was actually, I landed on.
1: Don't lie. You set your DVR. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. And I so I was like, out of morbid curiosity, I'll watch it. Cause like I, she was a big deal she once a big upon deal. a time, you know, and I watched it and she is, is all about the, the wardrobe changes and the production value. Like she's got a lot of that going on. Yeah. So um, yeah, I totally expect, I see that expectation. Derek commented, Motley Crue uh said show
1: Shana said M- motley Crue was horrible i saw motley Crue when they were at the deck auditorium back in oh my goodness way back
0: okay so here's the difference though vince neal was probably a lot younger true voice was better more energy exactly. all the above yeah. not so
1: so washed up <laughs> uh Shayna said marilyn manson he was so beyond wasted it was awful that's Oof. the kind of thing i'm t- if you pay for tickets and you're gonna go see the whole and you show up it, the artist shows up drunk yeah come on
0: yeah that's rough uh Miranda commented Nelly uh was bad (laughs) I'm guessing I'm guessing talking about the show in Duluth a couple years ago um the one thing about that show because I was at that one the one thing I will say is I felt like he like did like the highlight pieces of his hit songs he didn't do the entirety so it was kind of like a like a mashup
1: he didn't sing all of his like a whole song it well because he did
0: like pieces of it basically it seemed like
1: well that's disappointing.
0: So I
1: don't know. I mean good, but I want to hear the whole song.
0: Sure. Um Chris commented he went and saw Jackson Brown walked out halfway through.
1: <laughs> that's one like that's okay. So
0: for the people that have no idea who Jackson Brown is, we're talking like a 80s. 70s, 80s lighter rock act. That's not a high energy show. No. Um but a talented musician, I I wonder why Like if it was just bad or just wasn't entertaining. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Jackie commented, Billy Ray Cyrus, around 93. He was horrible.
1: But I bet he had a nice mullet.
0: (laughs) I bet he did. You would love that. Uh, Jackie (laughs) goes on to say, hubby used to play uh, in a local country band and uh, they had to play the song four times a night. And after that concert, no one ever, ever requested it again.
1: That's crazy. So they dropped the song.
0: Apparently, which is wild. I don't know. And Billy Ray is an interesting character. Like, there's the, there's people have complex thoughts about Billy Ray.
1: So. Yeah. He was really a thing back in the day. Right. Katarina said, I'm picking up my ride of tickets today. Even if it sucks, I'll make the best of it. a girl.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's the spirit. Uh, a show at Bayfront is hard to beat. But what's kind of funny is so uh, Corey commented, uh, saw Dylan at Bayfront and wasn't a fan. That's called the show a, terrible. He
1: was even at his hometown. You'd think he'd step it up a little. I'm not, he was from Hibbing, well, but I mean, right. home area. But born
0: in Duluth yeah. and all that. But here's like, I don't know. Some people make the argument and I, I don't wade into these waters, but some people make the argument like, yeah, Dylan's from here, but he's not someone who like is proud to be from here. Like he's just from here. He doesn't boast it. Right. He's not like, yeah, I'm from there. He's just yeah. like, yeah.
1: <laughs> Where were you born, Bob? Um, Duluth.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple other ones we got uh that... Uh, Audrasa Rihanna wasn't a big fan of that show. I wonder I, why. I, I wonder too. Lake um, Shelton
1: at the XL earlier this year was a big dud, Christine says. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that from someone too. They said, hey, it was okay.
0: Sure. It's interesting. Um, Amy commented, a little big town here in Duluth a couple years ago was kind of Blah. That's another one of those shows. They're not a high energy act. They're not going to put on a big flash and bang show, yeah. but they're they're talented singers. Yeah. So.
1: Best show I'm just going to side note I've yes. ever seen and I've seen them 4 times because it was so good. Shine Down. Oh. Oh.
0: Okay, I could see that. It's
1: the lights, the it's not costumes. They dress just like crisp and so and Brent Smith, the lead yep. singer, he is just dynamic he's on got every a, level. He's got a very
0: unique voice.
1: And he's, presenta- he's just a good performer. It's yeah. highly recommended. Four times I've seen them, and wow. I'm not done yet. If they come I, right all,
0: near. I haven't seen them yet, but I, I've almost seen them a couple times. Almost seen them? It. Almost. <laughs> like, like I was like almost going to pull the trigger, and then I had that moment of thought, uh, like before the-, the like No the regrets, or, right? <laughs> I, I was like, ah, you know what? I might be, like, I might have some better ways to spend this money right now type of thing. So that's kind of what it came down to. Going
1: forward- You won't regret it. Spend the
0: money. I'll have to keep that in mind. All right. So, if you have thoughts on this, we'll keep the conversation going. You can shoot us a message on our Facebook page through a mobile app. Love to hear from you. We're going to check on your weekend weather. It's already Thursday. So, what's going to happen today, tomorrow, and this weekend? We'll tell you in a few minutes here, Mixin' No Ape. It's so not that I want to wish away summertime, but I'm looking forward to this. It looks like a lot of fun. Excuse me a second while I cough.
1: (laughs) You okay? Yeah, I'm
0: good. Just. Like, you ever inhale and end up with, like, a little saliva that ends up in the back of your throat?
1: <laughs> yes. That just
0: happened, folks. Live radio. <laughs> it is, it's it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, so, again, not wanting to wish away summertime, but this looks like a lot of fun. So, the Mall of America earlier this week announced a new haunted house-like attraction.
1: Oh, it's going to be huge. Literally 45,000 square feet. What? Flo- like, a whole floor or something? Or what ba- it? Well, so, basically,
0: what they're going to do is they're going to use a chunk of space on level 2 south in the mall because uh, they have some spaces that have seen some changeover and th- and things like that plus they have some space dedicated to events and things okay so they're gonna be utilizing that space uh, again level two south of the mall uh forty five thousand square feet for a haunted attraction that they just announced that's gonna be opening up this fall and
1: forty five thousand I'm trying to I'm trying to conceptualize how big that is
0: that's a that's a big space um so what's interesting is they're they're saying that it's gonna be they're calling it what will be one of the um, Most interesting uh, haunted attractions across the country. All of America got to go big or go home, well, right? Yeah,
1: you have to. So
0: they're saying it's going to include things like intricate detail, uh, one of a kind offerings, uh, special. They're, they're also going to have side things like a specialty bar with themed cocktails oh, and food. Um, so you can enjoy food and beverages along with going through this haunted attraction. It's
1: fun. You make a whole entire event out of it.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be, it's a themed attraction. It's going to be themed around the story. Uh, There's a kind of a mythical story uh, of, uh, they call it Onion Head. Okay. So apparently Onion Head, according to the myth they've built this thing around, is a young man from Louisiana given the nickname after he was accused of murdering a young woman. Um, So he was taken out by a vigilante mob who scattered him throughout the local cemetery. And so that's, that's the visual they're trying to paint with this. This uh, this haunted house attraction. I,
1: they already got me. <laughs> yeah. I want to go.
0: Um, so it's going to be opening up September. Tickets actually go on sale for this thing on August 1st. Uh, September 15th which is just a Friday. That's when things start. And then it runs through Halloween day. Okay. Uh, so some things to know about. Again, story-based haunted attraction around that onion head character and related characters. Uh, they say it's going to have dozens of live scare actors and other creatures. Ooh. Uh, they're going to have what they call evocative sets, including a Louisiana-inspired bayou and graveyard set. Oh, my
1: God. This is great.
0: Uh, media-based scare moments. They're going to be using multimedia elements and things to try to kind of build a really super involved experience. Theatrical lighting, special effects and, of course, an original soundtrack to go along, like music and sound effects to go along with it all. So it's going to be a, a, a an experience for all the senses. How much? How much? <laughs> well, the tickets aren't on sale yet, so I'm I, I looking to see. It doesn't say, much, it doesn't no. say um,
1: I will be taking a trip down for that. There's no doubt.
0: I, I guarantee there will be a sizable amount of people buying tickets when it goes on sale on August 1st. Uh, and, again, the event starts September 15th and runs through Halloween Day, so a month and a half, uh, to actually go and check it out. And if you want a little more information, Lauren actually wrote up a story about it. Um, but those are the highlights to look forward to this fall. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Going. Yeah, absolutely. We might have to do a station trip.
1: I think we should. Lauren loves well, Halloween and all things yeah. spooky, except she, for clowns. She hates clowns. Well, there's that. <laughs> Ooh, what if there's a clown corner?
0: That'd be kind of fun.
1: So uh, come on, Lauren.
0: Let's go. Uh, there was once upon a time a couple of years ago, this was actually before we moved downtown. Um, Tony actually dressed up as as uh, Pennywise.
1: He did? Yeah,
0: had a really great costume.
1: Did she know that he was going to do that? Nope. Oh, good Lord.
0: Nope, got her. Was she uncomfortable? Oh, she was, yeah, she was actually sprinting, screaming down the hallway.
1: And she knew it was Tony? Well, eventually, yeah, but but he she was kn- still
0: owning it. <laughs> and- He's
1: mean. <laughs> Tony, you're mean.
0: <laughs> oh, but in, in, in the end, I, I took a picture of the two of them standing next to each other. Okay. So they, they made amends, but... <laughs> Yeah, so she she is a fan, yeah, but was she, love so Pennywise is, like, she's got stickers and stuff all over the place, like, she embraces that, but.
1: She did not put those there, though, true. Tony did.
0: This is, okay, fair enough, I can, I can.
1: So she's just taking one for the team, basically. <laughs>
0: Good for her.
1: Standing up to her phobia daily. Good
0: for her. All right, coming up here in about 10 minutes, uh, a little a little story that'll get you in the, in the feels. All right. It's a pet story, so oh, if gosh, you're someone who's double. got a soft spot for dogs. That's going to be the double feels for me. So just hold tight. We'll get to that in about 10 minutes. Music also on the way from Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, and more here in It 8 834. It's currently 65. Already warming up downtown Duluth at the mix 8 studios. are looking for high in the 80s today.
1: It's warmer right now in Duluth than it was yesterday when I left. Wow. It's 64 now. It was 61 when I left yesterday down right. here. Got up to my house over the hill. Yep. 88. Ooh.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a warm one today, folks. Be ready. Have your ice cream ready. That's Oh <laughs> darn. I'm, I'm heading into the belly of the beast. I'm leaving for the cities later today. It's gonna to be like 94 down there. It's gonna be awesome.
1: <laughs> Find ice cream and stay in the AC. You'll be fine.
0: It'll be it'll be good. I'm not gonna be outside. Okay. I, I've golfed, though in, in 90 plus degree weather. You just gotta take your time.
1: Do you enjoy the heat like that? <laughs> yeah, that's how I am. No.
0: Uh, deal with it. If I'm okay. by a lake
1: or <laughs> a pool, yes, yeah, then sure. I'm down. Yeah, but- yeah
0: exactly. All right, so I have a story here that's going to get you in your feels a little bit. Bring it on. It's going it's to touch on a couple spots I know that you have soft spots for. Uh, so there is a dog that's fighting cancer Aww. in North Carolina and got to check off a bucket list item. The dog did? Yes. Aww. Yeah. So uh, it was all thanks to an act of kindness that this dog got to check off a little bucket list item. So um, dog's name, Theo.
1: <laughs> Cute.
0: Theo the dog. And uh, there was a story that this person saw. Sherry saw Theo's story back in April and reached out through Facebook about the idea of offering up a boat ride, Cute. which was one of the bucket list items for the dog.
1: I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's a water dog, like a Labrador or a Golden Retriever of some sort. So I, I'm not,
0: into, I'm, not I'm not like a high end dog breed mind. I would try to turn my monitor on to show you. I'll come over. Of course,
1: oh, I'll come over there. Hold on, I got to see. the Okay, dogs. so, yeah, so you, I'll,
0: I'll let you look at the picture here. Um. Wearing a hat in the picture, by the way, which is super adorable. Oh, Theo. <laughs> Theo the dog. So in the message, this woman Sherry shared with uh, Theo's owners, she said that she had... Uh, uh, that years ago, she was walking her dog when another dog attacked both of them, and the dog looked like Theo, and so she had a connection to Theo because it looked kind of like her dog oh. from years ago. And uh, so she uh, said that uh, she wanted to do something for Theo.
1: Oh, sweet.
0: And so... Decided to uh, offer up a boat ride, okay, which is super nice. So on on boat ride day, Theo got to hang out with his mom uh, and uh, head out on the boat. And again, there's photos of the dog wearing like a little sailor hat.
1: (laughs) He's so cute. Just hanging out
0: on the boat. Um, Sherry tied uh, a captain's bandana around Theo's neck as well. Uh, Gave Theo some kisses, a little loving while on the boat. And uh, she again put a little skipper's hat on on the dog, so that way you know the dog could feel like a sailor.
1: He just everything was okay that day. Yeah. For Theo.
0: Uh, The owner said that Theo loved every minute of the experience. That's cute.
1: (laughs) What a nice lady. That was sweet of her. I know.
0: Yeah. So they they go on to explain the the dog, you know, had, had his nose up in the air the whole time, smelling around and looking around Yeah, doing dog things. You you can tell, you
1: can tell when a dog is just in its element. My dogs do that when it's outside and a little breezy and it's, and they just put, they close their eyes or uh, relax them anyway. Yeah. Kind of put their nose up and just kind of soak it in. They do. Yep. Quickly
0: after kind of looking around the boat a little bit, found a spot right at the bow of the boat. <laughs>
1: oh. Nose
0: in the air, taking the fresh lake air in, cruising around. I'm so sailing. happy for Theo. Yeah.
1: And then she'll have the picture of him for forever.
0: That's you know. super cute. And like they got a good few pictures of him sitting on the boat, wearing the hat and the and the bandana and everything else. So as they pulled back into the dock, the owner uh uh said that uh it looked like Theo just had the time of his life. What
1: a good story.
0: That's awesome. So a little, little shout out to Theo this morning. This, by the way, is a story out of North Carolina. It's not anywhere nearby, but just a super cute story about that dog. And, and somebody just out of an act of kindness seeing Theo's story was like, I'm going to do something for that dog.
1: Oh, that's sweet. That's a true heart for animals right there. Oh,
0: very nice. All right, so now that we've been in our fields for Aww, a little bit, here. that's all I can say. I'm
1: like he had cancer, and they made his day.
0: Oh man, did he uh, get
1: treats? Did he get treats on the boat? Doesn't say, but I bet he Got to think there's a
0: treat involved. Theory, you you some beef jerky. You got to think so. <laughs> All right, coming up here in a little while, a, uh, a, a don't panic, everything's going to be fine moment. Oh, boy. So we're going to shift gears, different emotions.
1: When you say don't panic, I'm ready to panic. So okay. So thanks a lot.
0: Everything's going to be fine. Don't worry. Don't panic. Uh, that's coming up in about 10 minutes. Music on the way from Lizzo and Dua Lipa here in Mixed Good morning. It's 8.50 on a Thursday morning, currently 66 degrees downtown Duluth at the Mixed Away Studios. And in today's don't panic, everything will be fine file. <laughs>
1: He says, "Don't panic." We all panic. What? What is it? So, there's a story
0: I was reading. An asteroid, roughly the size of the Titanic, is set to pass by the Earth this weekend.
1: Oh my gosh! It's gonna fly by. It's okay, not Dubai, like by,
0: not on. Yeah, exactly. We're not gonna. We're not expecting a landing anywhere. Just drive by. <laughs> we're just flying by. Uh, yeah, NASA shared the information through their their asteroid tracker. They say that the asteroid, which you'll love the name of this thing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Four six seven three three six. The
1: 473367 is on the way (laughs) towards Earth. The trajectory is not to hit Earth, but pass by it. Yeah, just a flyby. What if Uh, their calculations are... I mean, it's NASA, so they're probably not wrong. Hoping
0: they got their math right.
1: Did you ever see the time when Ariana Grande visited NASA? no she went there they like invited her because of her song okay and she went there and they were giving her the grand tour and then all of a sudden they started playing that song and they all sang along and danced with it and she was like out of her mind excited and That's flattered let's see side note sorry that was cool though no
0: yeah absolutely but I, what, I it's nasa
1: know. so they're probably some of the most brilliant brains around uh what if they got it wrong
0: I think it'll be fine. I'm, I, I'm trusting. It's dressing.
1: the size of the Titanic.
0: Yeah, yeah. They say it's roughly 840 feet long, 270 feet, or th- 270 meters, they should say, um, which is just very, very close to the the size lengthwise of the Titanic. Uh, to put it in other terms, it's about the size of a stadium. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just flies
0: by. So they've known about this thing for a while. It's they they discovered it in 2002. And uh, they say, don't worry about it getting too close to Earth. Uh, NASA says his approach will be uh, 4 million miles away. Okay. Which in the grand scheme of space is is close, but 4 million, mile, 4 million miles away.
1: Space is fascinating. But, it's hard to fathom really, but 4, mi- 4, 4, million, miles 4 million miles away? 4
0: million miles away. So
1: we're pretty safe then, huh? Yeah.
0: that's <laughs> Again, like I said, don't panic. Everything will be fine.
1: What if it gets windy? <laughs> And it pushes it closer. I'm those, kind of freaked out now. Those
0: darn space winds, I tell you. <laughs> it's
1: breezy up there. Yeah. <laughs> a black hole shows up. There it goes.
0: Oh man. So yeah, it, it, you probably may see or hear about that. And then the, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of websites out there that of course are like giant stadium-sized asteroid flying near Earth, headed
1: oh. towards the Earth.
0: Well, don't worry.
1: Right. It'll be fine, thanks, like I said. Thanks for um, giving me that because now I feel better because if I would have heard it somewhere else, I'd have said, what?
0: Well, think about all the things that fly by the planet that we don't know about every day. Well, I don't know. That's exactly. So ignorance is bliss. You're just like, ah, everything's fine. That's, that's my motto so in good. life. I just
1: like to not know. Everything's, everything's just fine. fine. You're fine. I'm fine. We're fine. You think about all the UFOs <laughs>
0: flying out there, Stop. right? Stop.
1: <laughs> Are you a UFO person?
0: Uh,
1: I I plead, I don't plead the fifth. I'm pretty uh, un, unbiased on that. I okay. don't think that there's not. And I think that there could be, but I don't like, you know it. I, I'm just kind of like, yeah, there probably could be life elsewhere and they could find us interesting.
0: <laughs> so I was reading uh, our, our neighbor in the room next door, Ken, is, is a little bit of a, an, a UFO file. He kind of follows that stuff a little bit. Uh, he was saying in Minnesota alone, there have been almost almost 20 UFO sightings reported in Minnesota so far this year.
1: Yeah, but what constitutes a UFO sighting? I mean, well, all
0: right, it, yeah. Just an un- unidentified object, you know.
1: That could be anything in the night. It oh, could, there's a light flashing, you know, with a plane or a helicopter yeah, or whatever. But
0: some, some of the descriptions are a little, you know.
1: Well, hey, if you're out there listening, aliens, <laughs> <laughs> um, we would like to invite you down. Maybe come on air. And uh, get to know you a little bit.
0: Have some donuts.
1: That'd be good. Do do aliens like donuts?
0: (laughs) I'm going to say, who who doesn't like donuts? True. There are very few people that probably are like, no, I'm good. And most of the time it's probably because they're like, that's just not good for you.
1: (laughs) That's me. I'm like, I'll have a, does anyone want to share one with me? And then after you're through the first half, you're like, I'll eat the rest of it. Exactly.
0: I'm already in it. We may as well just finish this thing off. All right. Coming up soon, we're going to kick off your work to 80 minutes commercial-free, all fueled by Quick Trip. Plus, we're going to kick it all off with your throwback song of the day in just a few minutes here at Mixon.